Welcome to the Louisiana Life and Liberty Podcast. Raw, unfiltered, real talk on the issues that matter to you the most. This is no place for the woke cancel culture mob. This podcast is sponsored by the staffing professionals at Number One Recruiters, your strategic approach to quality staffing. Call the staffing professionals today at 225-300-6919. And now, the man of the hour, your host of Louisiana Life and Liberty, Clay Grant. All right, guys, first and foremost, before I dive into some of these hot topics that I want to be discussing today, I want to thank you all for tuning in to the very first uh, podcast for the Louisiana Life and Liberty. Um, what you will find out is that all of this is uncut, unedited. It is, you know, I don't go through here and and try to find out this stuff and, you know, cut and splice. It's going to be 100% raw, uncut, unfiltered the entire way. The very first one I can, guys, I'm going to tell you all right now is that I'm going to try to keep it semi-short. Um, I've got a few things that's been kind of going on here lately. I think the first and foremost, what I really want to discuss right now is that anybody, and granted, and even if you're not in Louisiana, but anybody that is here in the state of Louisiana I have to say this, most of y'all here and some of y'all outside may have known or heard about the, uh, the C-Corps rig that had toppled over a few weeks back. Um, I know that there was a few people that did get rescued. I know that there was a few people who had lost their lives, and I know that there's seven people still missing, and I think we're, what, two weeks in to this incident happening that has happened, and shout out to Ronnie Adams. I don't know if you know who Ronnie Adams is, but Ronnie Adams is on Swamp People. Shout out to that man. He has done a phenomenal job gathering the troops, getting everybody out, getting people engaged uh, to the you know Cajun United Navy, the, or the United Cajun Navy. Uh, those guys have done a spectacular job. All these people that have been throughout Louisiana, the resiliency that they have, there has been I think Ronnie's been posting every day, I mean, a day and night, a couple times, where they've gotten and shown, I think it was over 200, 150 to 200 boats, uh, and it was volunteers that have been coming out every day, volunteers providing food, water, boats, fuel. Um, some of y'all may not know this. I know it's, of course, not going to be broadcasted pretty heavily that um, Donald Trump actually saw Ronnie Adams' post um, about this issue and donated $10,000 uh, to the United Cajun Navy to make sure that they had the fuel uh, to keep flying the planes, keep, keep, out, you know, keep the boats in the water. Um, so what they're doing is, is phenomenal. You know, our hearts and our, you know, our prayers go out to the families, to the, to the, uh, to the victims as well. You know, you know we're, even though we're a few weeks out, we're still hoping and praying that you know, there's a miracle you know, for some of these guys to be able to come back alive. Uh, but at this point, you know, where a lot of these families just need the closure. You know, I watched a video where Ronnie was there with one of the family and, you know, one of the gentlemen that was, you know, involved in this incident that's still missing with their, with their young kids. You know, it just breaks your heart to see, you know, you know these kids, you know, they, and yes, granted, they, they, want their, they want their father back, you know, more than anything alive. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just that, you know, we we need some closure here, and even if it is, you know, a body, you know, that, that we can bring home, 
you know, give him a proper burial. Um, you know, that would at least give some closure to this. So, uh, again, you know, just and like I said, and, and I, I know that there's quite a few other people that have stepped up here recently. I think the Terrebonne Parish, Terrebonne Sheriff's Office um, is now out helping and providing their resources as well. I mean, hundreds of volunteers have been coming out there combing the the the, the beaches. You know, um, they're out there in the swamps. They're out there in the the marshes, going through all those um, those areas. It's just been a phenomenal thing to see. You know, the the outpouring, and it's coming from all over the country. You know, uh, you're not going to see it much on the news. I think there's been very little that's actually been going on uh, on the on the news at uh, national news, I should say. There is some chatter in the local news uh, and throughout the state, but most of it, you know, uh, on the, you know, national level, you're not getting much. So with that being said, again, you know, just you know, thoughts and prayers to them, you know, uh, and anybody here in the state, you know, if you're in the state of Louisiana, you're hearing this podcast, you know, go to Ronnie Adams' uh, Facebook page. Uh, just put Ronnie Adams Swamp People. It should pop right on up. You can follow him. Like I said, he posts daily, uh, you know, what, what they're doing. So keep an update on those. If you've got a boat, uh, any kind of boat, actually, but if you have a boat, especially uh, the airboats, uh, you know, get in contact with them. I know they're down in a, a Cocodri uh, right now out of Chauvin. Uh, that's where they're launching out at. So if anybody else can help, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And they're doing everything they possibly can. I know they've even got rooms where they're renting out. Uh, they, uh, I think it was uh, Mr. Scott who went out there and actually rented out, I think it was like 21 rooms within a hotel just to be able to provide people from out of town or out of state a place to stay to continue to keep helping look for these individuals. So, again, you know, guys, just keep these people, keep these family and these people that are out there in your prayers. Um, and let's continue to keep praying and hoping for the best. Um, but anyway, as we get started into this as well, there's a couple of things that, you know, here in Louisiana that's kind of affecting some things. A lot of the stuff you're going to see, too, that's, you know, really going to be more, you're going to see happening on a national level as well. But just recently, we had the Louisiana Senate voted to end the concealed carry permit mandate. Now, as I'm sitting here reading this article and and granted, you know, there's a lot of people involved in this. You know, I mean, it's pretty much down party line. You pretty much know where they stand at. Uh, there's a few individuals that were kind of prominent that came out and was talking about, no, you know, we need to be able to have people who can go through certain training courses and so forth. And look, I'm not the kind of person who sits there and, and is blinded. I remember whenever I was, you know, a young kid and I went through Hunter's safety course, you know, you know, just, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't already know how to, you know, shoot a gun or use a gun, the, the proper use of it and the safety protocols behind it. It was just one of those things where you wanted to have that additional understanding of gun safety. Um, and, and I agree. I agree to the extent that there should be some level of training involved, but maybe not to the extent of you know, mandating that you have to have a permit or a license to be able to carry uh, concealed. Because let's face it, if you're in Louisiana, here in Louisiana, we are an open carry state. So you don't have to have any kind of classes to be able to open carry. So, you know, that doesn't deter people from continuing to do it, but to conceal carry, 
they want you to take these classes. So it's almost kind of like a catch-22. I mean, you don't need the, the classes to carry openly, but you need the classes to carry concealed. So that's where it kind of gets in that gray area where you're like, all right, well, what do we do? I mean, how is this even really going to be effective? You know, because like I said, irregardless, you know, you know, we have the right to open carry anyway. Um, so I know, like I said, I know there's some opposition, but at the end of the day, what this really boils down to is the dollars because these permits bring in millions of dollars of revenue to the state. And I know John Bell Edwards has already said that any bill like this comes across his desk, it's going to be vetoed. Um, and like I said, it's one of those things where you're like, all right, well, are, is it because of the concealed carry part or is it because of the, of the money part? You know, and that's where it really boils down to. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it, it's just, it's all tied to the money. That they're not going to, you know, give up millions and millions of dollars a year, you know, because of this, you know, the, these permits that, that, that we're, that we as the consumer are purchasing to be able to carry concealed. So, so like I said, guys, you know, that, that's just kind of like my, my thought process on this. Hey, you know, I, like I said, the, the way of thinking nowadays and how our state government is, you know, it's it's way far beyond me anymore. And there's a lot of people that I that I respect that are actually in this field and even on the other side. You know, I mean, some of the, my Democrat friends that I know, yes, they make a compelling argument. They they make a compelling argument about you know the training and stuff like that. And I can understand and see parts of that. But at the end of the day, I still look at the freedoms of our liberties as individuals and the rights that we have shall not be infringed, you know, just like pretty much anything. And like I said, it's not that they're saying you can't carry or you can't go through these courses, but why should it have to? It's like a state mandate, you know, you know, you have to go through this to do this. I Man, I shouldn't have to do anything. It's like buying insurance. I shouldn't have to go out and buy health insurance. You know, it should be my choice whether I want to or not. You know, a lot of things we should be looking at as far as choice wise, as far as you know, how we should approach these things. So this is, again, one of those catch-22 things that we're, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's really nothing we can say differently to kind of, you know, um, bring about a different perspective on this because both, you know, perspectives are already kind of out there. You know, how, how else can we approach it? You know, and I still kind of go back to the whole open carry part. You know, I mean, there's nothing going, well, you can't carry openly. There's nothing to say that you can't, and there's no training involved for anybody who wants to carry openly. So, again, and to me personally, I you know open carry people. You know, I mean, hey, if you're if you're an open carry person, that's great. Um, I think that I think that is a huge deterrent for anybody who's willing to try to do harm, especially if you're in a store or a school or you know whatever the case may be that someone wants to do harm to you. The more people out there with guns that you can visually see you know, on their hips, that's a deterrent right there. Um, and not to say that once, if this bill ever does pass for the, you know, you know, no permit, you know, to conceal carry, I think that as well in the state of Louisiana may also kind of deter because once it gets out there, I don't think anybody's really gonna be like, no, you don't know who's going to have a gun on them, you know, and it could be a deterrent as well. So, but again, you know, um, 
it's been here just these past few past few weeks has been pretty astonishing. I was just looking at the numbers that were coming in from I don't know if anybody else you know who's listening to this podcast has uh, happened to catch the um, the Biden address that happened here recently, but all time low. I mean, I think it, they showed out. I think it was like 11 million viewers of the you know the the Biden address, and that was astonishingly low. I could not believe it. I think in 19, 2019, I think Trump had 40, 47 million viewers of that address. 2020, I think he was down to like 30-something, like around 35 million. But, you know, that just goes to show you that no one is really engaged with Joe Biden as, as our president. So just some, you know, food for thought on that one. Um but again, like I said, there was a, there's some great stuff coming out that has come out here lately, especially here across across the state of Louisiana. Um, I, many of y'all may know and have heard of um, the Real Life Real Crime Podcast by Woody Overton. Uh, shout out to him for all the good things and, and work that he's done. Uh, there has been some uh, the, the process progress in the uh, Courtney Coco case. I know that they have, you know, uh, arrested a gentleman uh, for this. So that's some really good news. We're waiting to kind of see and get more details as far as, uh, you know, when the court date's going to be set, what they're going to be doing, um, you know, along those lines to kind of see, you know, really to get some closure. I mean, this is like 15 plus years in the making, you know, and finally, finally something's getting done, um, especially around the central Louisiana area. So I have my qualms about a few things up in that area. I'm actually from the central Louisiana area. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm happy that this has happened. Um, but there's just so many things that I look around there and it's like, why, why did it take this long? You know, there's a lot of questions that I personally have, um, about this that's surrounding this case. So, yeah, yeah. There's, like I said, there's so much, there's been so many things, um, you know, throughout this state. I mean, granted, you know, you know, Louisianians, man, we're, I tell you, I tell you what, we can we can endure a lot. I mean, what we, of course with with uh, the COVID nineteen, then coming out with what we had four hurricanes last year. I mean, they're expecting more this year. Um, it's just amazing. I mean, when we had then we had an ice storm. Uh, I mean, we've we've gone through the weather perils we've gone through, and then of course there's been so many other things that's been going on around this state that's just been unreal. You know, we've had some some really awkward and weird things popping up that's been very much mind-boggling to, to, to even, to say the least. But, but guys, like I said, you know, this is my very first podcast. There is more to come. Uh, eventually, we are going to be posting a video with along. Uh, it's going to be pretty on YouTube, Rumble, of course, our Facebook page. I would encourage y'all, please, to check out the Facebook page as well. Uh, you can go to at L-A, life, the letter N, liberty. So that's L-A, life, and liberty um, on our Facebook page to kind of check us out. Again, you know, like I said, you know, this is one of the things, too, that I wanted to do because, quite honestly, you know, people mess up. And the one thing I love about certain podcast people, when they're out there doing their stuff, you know, you may hear long pauses. They may be going through different things or, you know, they may mess up on words or they may, you know, stutter a little bit, you know, there are some people out there who are just like, you know what, to hell with it. 
it is what it is. Just like it the way it is. You know, to me personally, I'm that I'm that guy. I want to be the. I'm going to do this uncut. There's no point in me trying to fix something or, you know, redo something that I said. There's no point. And like I said, if I make a blunder, if I say something stupid or something that I may not have should have said, well then hell, you know, I would just pretend like I'm going live every time I do this. So, you know, I'm just going to make it out to what it is um, and be happy with it. I'm going to be content with it. So, and we got that. We got some really cool stuff um, coming up in the in the near future. Um, especially, like I said, you know, when I, when I created this as far as the, you know, life and liberty part, and then especially about Louisiana, you know, I look at you know, the life part of this is, is everything, every daily events, you know, what's going on here throughout the state, you know, certain things that, that, that we need to discuss and talk about, uh, excuse me, one second, lock off, <clears throat> you know, but like I said, some of the things that we need to discuss and talk about, you know, and have these real discussions on things, granted, yes, we're going to talk about topics that's 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 been you know popping in the news and it's been going on but we're also going to have real discussions as well you know and you know the more and more i see what's going on across this nation uh it really it really kind of gave me the gave me that whole you know concept of who else is out there to do this who who else is i mean really taking on these situations that we're, that we're facing, whether it be with COVID, whether it be with what's going on you know, in our government, whether it's going on here, here, here locally in the state. Like I said, you know, you know, where, how many times have you heard anything, you know, from John Bell Edwards about, you know, the whole incident with Secor? I haven't. There's not much that I can say that he's ever mentioned or said about anything. And from what I'm hearing that he's never mentioned or said anything, you know, you know in association with these guys who have, some of them who lost their lives, and of course, some that may have been out there that you know are still lost or could be possibly gone. You know, we don't know. You know, but none. There's nothing really being said or done about it. You know, there's no real call to arms on this. You know, why isn't the governor stepping up? You know, and that's what really kind of boggles boggles my mind. You know, it's like, you know, if I was the governor governor of this state, that would be well, but the day that it happened, the day that they it came out that these guys are missing, that would have been my first priority. I'm like, let's go find them. I don't care what we got to do, you know. We could call the National Guard out, have them come comb the, comb the beaches across the coastline. We know what's going on out there. You know, reaching out to the Coast Guard, of course, you know, doing everything we can, you know, in our power, and then just calling, you know, the people, you know, that these people, like I said, if it's, if it's not, if you're not here locally within, you know, South Louisiana, you're not really going to know about what's going on. You know, we've got a lot of guys in South and North Louisiana that have airboats that have boats that would be willing to come down here, but they don't know what's going on. They don't know, you know, where to go for this. So, you know, there's some things that we should be doing to make this more, you know, prominent across the state. So, you know, but it is what it is. You know, we, we, we take everything that we do here in Louisiana with a grain of salt. And that's the, that's just the cold, hard truth about it. So, but again, you know, I digress on that. So a few things, you know, that I kind of wanted to, to mention real quick, and I know a lot of people are, are in discussion on these issues. Uh, of course, you, everybody knows about what's going on across the world, across the nation with the, with the, with the police, um, you know, the shootings and stuff like that, you know, the, the court cases, the court trials, and it is. You know, we, we live in scary times right now. 
And believe it or not, it's not based off of what you would think. You know, the real, the real crime that's going on and that, that, and that we face, not just in this state, but across, across the nation, is the media. You know, the media is actually the ones that is just promoting all this. They're promoting this hate. You know, they continue to keep, you know, driving this home. You know, they, they cut out stuff. They, they're literally creating false narratives, you know, about what's, what's happening. And, and they should really be ashamed of themselves for doing this because this is not the reality that we live in. They're creating their own reality by, you know, editing and cutting things out. You know, like the, like the young girl, and, and, and God bless her soul for, you know, for which, like I said, I think it was just a moment of rage and, and just in the heat of passion for what happened. And I, and I never, want, never, never want to see any, anybody, I don't care who you are, a 16-year-old kid, you know, get, get killed. And that's a sad part. It's a sad thing. But I, I can't blame the individual for the reaction of it because, you know, what do you do in that situation? You know, it is what it is. Like, do you take out the threat? At that, at that moment, that individual was the threat. And he saved the life of, of another young girl. So in that situation, in the media's eyes, that's a no-win situation for you. You know, you're damned if you do or damned if you don't. So I understand now why, and I, and I said cops or police officers across this country, even in this state, are getting out of the business. I know, I mean, they're, these, a lot of these individuals are drawn or compelled to do this kind of work. Every single police officer I've ever met has been, you know, compelled to do it, you know. Um, they're definitely not in it for the money, definitely, because a lot of these police officers are way underpaid. Uh, especially in central Louisiana. And it, it, it's, it, it gets to the point where, you know, what do you expect? I mean, of course, they inflate things. You know, you know they pick and choose stuff. They pick and choose what they're going to post about or what they're going to talk about. Um, you know, it's always, and, and it, the narrative is pretty much always the same when it comes to the media, when it comes to police officers and, and, and the killings. Um, you know, a lot of, publicity goes out because it's it's a racial divide and that's what it boils down to and it's you can propagate that by if you look at it and you look at the real scenario behind it you know it's always a white cop and you know a black individual and what they're trying to do is is that that they can create the narrative by using police officers white police officers to help bridge or divide that those individuals through race so whether or not you're a white cop, if you're a white individual at all, now that racial division comes into play because it's not about the police officers. It's about the people. And that's what they're doing. They're using people as that divide. But they're dividing them by the race, by the color of their skin. So, and, believe, and like I said, even though I hate it, I hate it. I hate how they do this. I hate how they play this game. But they're winning, you know. I mean, look, you can look look across the world, look across look across the U.S. and see what's going on. I mean, there's literally cities are burning, you know. Cops are losing their lives. Individuals are getting are, are losing their lives, 
you know, just people who would, who are just minding their own business, you know, just because they're of a certain color, they're, they're just, you know, it is what it is. They're, they're, I don't even know how to even go about this anymore. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, there are times where I'm just like somebody at some point in time, you know, in our government, you know, somebody has to, has to stand up and be like, all right, guys, you know, like, this is not the reality that you're trying to, you know, put out there to the individuals. Because in reality, this is not it. This is not us as Americans. This is not how we feel. This is not how we act. You know, you know you're, you're picking out, you're picking and choosing what to put out there to really irritate the, the, the you know, our, the citizens, you know, the American people to divide us. That's exactly what they're doing. And we should, and we should stop you know, trying to allow this to happen because at the end of the day, you know, that's their ultimate goal. And, and they will continue to keep doing this, you know, unless we go, you know what? No, this is not how it is. This is not who we are, you know, and I don't care what color you are. I don't care what side of the politics you're on. I don't care anything else. At the end of the day, you're an American. You're an American citizen. I don't care who you are, what you are, the color you are, the race you are, the religion you are. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you're an American. And that's the only thing that should bind us together is that, you know, we believe in each other and we want to see people prosper in this world. So, but that's just my, my tidbit on it, you know, and you see all this celebrities that want to get involved and have throw their two cents in and, you know, hey, you know, at the some people, I've seen these comments here recently about, you know, uh, certain NBA players, you know, making comments or tweets about stuff. And then, you know, they're like, you know, hey, just shut up and dribble. Hey, man, you know what? At the end of the day, they still have a right to say what they want to. I don't, I am not anyone to say, you know, you don't have the right to say that. I mean, I may not, like I said, like the old phrase goes, I may not believe in what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. That's kind of how I live my life. Like, I don't agree with what you're saying. But I can't say that, you know, you shouldn't be saying that. You know, he believes a certain way. I believe a certain way. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's okay. But if you're not open to have a discussion, an honest discussion, and hear and hear and hear all sides, you know. Stop making assumptions. Now you know, we had a president who did that. We had a president who would jump to it and say, you know, assuming, you know, these people like that, or, or, or you know, that they were re- uh, acting or retaliating, you know, in, in the wrong way. No, stop assuming. You know what's going on. Wait and whatever happened to wait until all the facts come out. You know that. You know, we don't live by that code anymore. We don't at all. So, you know, I, I just, me personally, I feel like we should be, as Americans, we should try to do our best to make sure that we're doing things the right way instead of jumping to conclusions. And uh, and this is across all lines. I, I don't, again, I love everybody. I don't care. I don't care what you are, what color you are. I don't care. You know. As long as you will either pick my pocket or break my leg, I will love you to death. And, and I will always feel that way. 
And, you know, that's just how we should portray ourselves as Americans. You know, um, it's funny how when September 11th, 2001, and just think about it, we're about to be, what, 20 years since that event happened? And how quickly, quickly everyone forgot, you know? The whole slogan, you know, never forget, boy, did we, we did we, man, did we quit? Man, we, we just, we just stopped caring about each other, you know? They literally forgot about all this, you know? You know, and I, and I, and I do, I, I hate, I would hate any tragedy to ever happen again like that. You know, that is the epitome of something just tragic, you know, and, it it kind of hurt my heart a little bit um, recently during that whole. I didn't I didn't watch it. I just got bits and pieces of the you know the address from Biden. You know that January the sixth, that whole supposed insurrection that happened at Cap- at the Capitol building, that that was the worst thing that could that has happened, you know, in you know our lifetime, you know, or in the past however long. I'm like, dude, did you did you forget about nine eleven? I think that was the worst thing that has ever happened on American soil, you know, in the past, hell, the past 20 years, you know, that is. And to just absolutely forget that, you know, um, what happened on January the 6th was nothing compared to what happened on 9-11. You know, all these things, granted, shouldn't have happened, but they did. But also at the same time, you're like, you know, who do you blame for that, really? At the end of the day, who do you really blame for that? You know, I mean, I, I've 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 saw the case, I heard the cases, and guess what? At the end of the day, I'm just still like, nope, that didn't happen. That's not what happened. You can say what you want to about it, but that's not how this happened. You know, and certain people, especially on the left, and if any of y'all are out there who are Democrats, hey, more power to you. I'm not going to knock you for your beliefs or nothing like that, but I will say this. That's one thing that I can say was complete honesty is, is that when they had that court case hearing, you know, they were trying to impeach Trump again and use that January the 6th, you know, insurrection and against him for it, please tell me if that was the case, if he really did all those things, then why did they doctor the evidence? Point blank. Like, there's no denying it. And then when the lawyers pointed out that all of this was fabricated and they showed the actual proof and the actual evidence to back it up, because what they do was they would take video clips and then they would splice it and cut it to fit their narrative. But when they would get it, they would go, wait a minute, you're leaving out this, you're leaving out that, you know? So they would play the entire clip to say, now please tell us, where did you get this from? Like, how can you sit there and actually say that you got this information, you know, and was able to come to this conclusion. You knew what you were doing. You knew you were editing stuff and taking things out. And that's what they did. And they still, even though after all the proof came out and evidence came out, they still kept saying, he's guilty of this. He, he you know, we need, to, we need to do this. We need to do, do that. If that was the case, if he really would have done it, don't you think they all would have said, yep, he's guilty. But the, the, but the evidence was not there. And that's just, and that's just hit the way it is, you know. 
So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we have to look at things from different perspectives, especially here in the state of Louisiana, um, across the, across the state, across the globe, you know, there is going to come a time where we're going to have to stand up and fight against what's happening right now. Because look at it. Look at the economy. Look at the state of affairs that we are currently in right now. And I'm going to be wrapping this up, wrapping this up here real, real quickly. But look at the state of affairs that we're in at this current moment. That right now we have a president who has done nothing you know, of substance, trust me, uh, a lot of executive orders, more than I think any of the president has ever signed. Um, but we have stimulus check over stimulus check over payout over payout over additional unemployment and extensions throughout, I think it's till September, just here in the state of Louisiana. Look at what this has done so far economically. Look at what it's doing to small business owners across your state, across your, across your, you know, your, your, your city. Look at what it's doing to them. It's crippling them. Businesses are closing. Restaurants are, are, are closing. Can't, no one can find employees right now. Yeah, that's the reason why, you know, here in Livingston Parish, you know, we're holding a, uh, a uh, community hiring expo uh, in, a couple, in a couple weeks, May the 11th. We're going to be hosting, hosting that here um, at the North Shore Technical Community College. Uh, here in Walker, Louisiana, again, May 11th, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And what we're going to be doing is, is that this is just a way for us. I'm a small business owner. I can't leave my house and drive probably 10, 15 minutes and not see at least 20 to 30 now hiring signs. Almost every business around here has it. So we were like, you know, we got to do something. <clears throat> and the main reason why we, we're doing this is no one else has stepped forward to come up and say, hey, we need to, we need to you know, do something. The state sure hasn't done it. Some of these other organizations I haven't stepped up to do it. And that was what, we, what I wanted to do. You know, just like, you know what? You know, I, I was luckily, luckily, lucky enough to get the approval to have a job fair, you know, to be able to bring in some companies to be involved in this. Um, I have been spending the past week going out to different employers, asking them to, you know, to, to be available to participate in this event, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and thankfully, thankfully, you know, thanks to all these guys, thanks to all these employers who have signed up. This has been tremendously amazing to see this outpouring uh, that, that we're getting. Um, our next step is to try to advertise this as much, as much as possible to get the community out because at the end of the day, that's where the employees are. We've got to get the community to be involved so if you're out there listening to it you're here uh, in the Livingston Parish area you know please you know pass this information along like I said we're going to be having a lot of employers are going to be out there on site um, and, and these recent graduates those that are fixed to be graduating high school here in the next few weeks uh, we hope to God we can get as many of those kids out there I think we have like 800 just within Livingston Parish that's fixing to be graduating. Uh, so we would love to be able to see at least, you know, 10% of that, you know, 10, 15% of that uh, to come out and, and, and be a part of this. As long, you know, also along with our, you know, local uh, colleges as well in the area. So, like I said, that's going to be a great event that we're going to have, and we hope to see more and more people, uh, you know, signing up and registering uh, as far as the businesses go. We will be sharing some of this information as well on the Louisiana Life and Liberty podcast, as well as on our Facebook page. 
Um, you know, we're hoping to be able to, I think we, I think we already have an event created for it. Um, if not right now, we will be having it, having it soon. So that will be shared on the at LA life in Liberty, uh, Facebook page. Um, so everybody can see that as well. But yeah, guys, so I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for kind of tuning into this. Like I said, there's a lot of few, a lot of things that are going to be coming up here in the next few days, next few weeks. Uh, a lot of things I'm currently working on. Like I said, this is going to be just the the audio part of this podcast. You know, we're going to be adding some video to it to be able to post on YouTube, Rumble, um, maybe even the other Mike Lindell site once that one gets popped up. Uh, we'll see what happens. So. Uh, you know, all throughout Facebook, of course, on our Facebook page. Uh, and if you will, guys, please go go to at LA Life, the letter N, Liberty, um, on Facebook. You know, follow us. You know, leave some comments in there. Uh, love to get this community to grow a little bit. Um, and again, like I said, you know, we're going to be doing some really cool things here pretty soon. Uh, and I hope to God y'all like it, you know, because like I said, this is going to be one of those things where we're going to keep up to date on a lot of these issues and we, we want to keep pushing it out there. You know, I hope that I hope we can get the governor's office involved and not and not just, you know, what we're trying to do here in Livingston Parish, you know, with you know, with the community, but across the state. You know, we need to get the governor's office involved to get out there instead of going on there and talking about mass mandates and what we can and cannot do. How about getting out there and let's promoting the people? How about we get out there and start promoting the jobs that's that's across this state? You know, you're supposed to be the representative of Louisiana. Why not get out there and talk to your people? Talk to your constituents. Tell them to get back to work. You know, there are some things that they could be doing right now just with the unemployment office to make sure that when these companies are calling and contacting these people that they're getting getting back to work. You know, like, hey, so-and-so refused a job. You know what? At the end of the day, we do what we got to do. And here in Louisiana, we are resilient people, and we will make sure that we fight. You know, and, and like I said, business owners, yes, they're struggling, but they're going to do everything they possibly can to stay afloat. And then we have to support these. You know, we, we, got, we have to support these guys. You know, that's our job. So, But all right, guys, I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all will stay tuned and, and tune in to the next one we have. Uh, again, just, you know, the more, the more followers, the better. Like I said, well, we'll be posting some stuff, dropping some links here pretty soon in the next ones. We'll be getting all of our our Rumble page and tw- Twitter page. and uh, Twitter, Twitter locked me out for some reason. I, I don't know. I, I was hacked. Apparently, Elon Musk hacked my, my, my Twitter account because that's what the name changed to. I, I don't know. Uh, but like I said, we're going to be talking about some really cool opportunities coming available here as well. Uh, but stay tuned. Hope to see y'all soon. Y'all have a good one. You're listening to the Louisiana Life and Liberty Podcast. Go ahead, like our page, share it with your friends, and subscribe to our podcast. See you next time.